What up, HyperChange? Welcome to another episode. Today, we're talking about disruption in the jewelry and precious metal market. We're going to be talking about Monet, the two-year-old startup that is selling 24-karat gold and platinum jewelry and making it investable at the same time. So I know what you're thinking. This is way out of HyperChange's wheelhouse. Why am I getting into jewelry and fine art? What am I doing? Well, about a year ago, um, I was researching. I wanted to buy myself a gold chain. Why not swag out? And I bet you've noticed Gally's been looking a little bit fresher in his videos recently. Well, that's because I got my Monet chain. I bought it late last year. I've been testing it for eight or nine months, researching this company, um, doing my homework, and I'm finally ready to tell you all about this, which I think is one of the craziest, quirky little stories in companies and business models. Bring a fresh new mindset with direct consumer, internet first brand disruption, uh, making things investable with transparency. I think they're bringing huge change to the multi hundred billion dollar jewelry market, and today we're going to get into all of that. So, you might be like, what is this chain? Why is Galley so hyped about this? So Monet is a jewelry brand started in two, uh, two years ago that lives on the internet, Monet.com. As I was researching about how to buy my gold chain and you know what options there were, I had no idea what I was doing. Um, you know, I'm not really a big jewelry kind of guy. But then when I was looking into it more and more, I realized Monet had this thing where like, we sell 24 karat gold jewelry, we're gonna certify it as pure gold, and then you can actually see on their website, you can browse all of their different products and they're actually changing in price in real time. Um, um, and then if you even click on the product, you'll see that they actually tell you the exact amount of real gold or platinum in your product, as well as Monet's fee. So transparent pricing and really making jewelry investable. And you know, I love this concept and I actually ended up getting on the phone with the founder and CEO, uh, Roy of Monet and talking to him about this um, and just learning about the whole vision of this company. And he was explaining how he used to travel around the whole world um, and was learning about gold and jewelry. He's actually the CEO and founder of another company called Gold Money, which helps investors buy and store physical gold and precious metals. Um, and in doing research for that, um, realized that there was, you know, this huge history of like India, you know, I'm, my family's from Italy, no matter where you go around the world, there was this real tradition of passing down gold and jewelry as sort of a family heirloom and investment and sort of inflation hedge, a way to store value over time with precious metals, something you're all familiar with, your grandma gave you that gold or pearl necklace or whatever. But um, over time, huge jewelry brands in the US have began diluting the precious metal value of the jewelry we're wearing. So, you know, Monet sticks to this this 24 karat, uh, you know, standard that no one else has. And I think that is what really makes them so different is that all these other jewelries, you know, 18 karat, 14 karat, uh, there's been a marketing thing over the years of where jewelry brands like Tiffany's are slowly diluting the precious metals that cost hundreds of dollars out of their jewelry, putting it with copper and nickel saying, oh, well now it'll last longer because you don't want pure gold anyway, it's too malleable. Well, that's one of the reasons I tested uh, the Monet product and I've been wearing it for eight or nine months before I made this video. I wear it every single day in the shower, doing everything, jumping in the lake, swimming, running, sweating, everything. Um, it's just like part of my body now, basically, even though they tell you not to do that because um, it is like a fine piece of jewelry, the gold is malleable, you're supposed to be kind of careful with it. I wanted to see how durable this was and I've got to tell you, like, it's, um, it looks brand new. I love the way it looks. It feels brand new. I've had it for eight or nine months. I wear it every single day. I was actually meeting with the Monet Investor Relations team when I met them in person um, at an investor conference pre-coronavirus. And I remember Renee, their investor relations advisor, pulled off her ring and was like, people say that gold is malleable. Here's my 24 karat gold ring. Go try and bend it or break it. And I did, and I couldn't. So um, I thought that was funny. And as I've been getting more and more educated, I just think it's fascinating how these huge multi-billion dollar brands, Cartier and Tiffany's, 
have gone from having a precious metal, you know, be this much of the jewelry value and just selling you with this tiny markup to just diluting that value of precious metal over time, juicing their massive margins and giving you a worse and worse product and really making jewelry not what it originally was. It's not really investable anymore. So then comes Monet, reinventing everything from the ground up. Fresh new mindset, founded you know, in 2017, they launched in 2018, brand new company, built on the internet, they don't have a massive network of stores that's bogging them down, they literally live online, Monet.com is their flagship store, and they're gonna say, we're only selling you 24 karat jewelry, None, nothing is diluted, we're gonna give you that transparent markup, you're gonna see exactly how much gold is in every single product you buy, and this is the coolest part, you get to log into your account and track your jewelry that you're invested in. And so you, here's my account right here. My uh, rounded box chain that I'm wearing right now is worth about 700 bucks. It's actually increased in value by 37% since I purchased it. I bought it for $515. Now it's worth $700. So I've actually made money while looking fresh wearing my chain. That is the concept of Monet. And you can actually click buy back and, buy, and turn in your Monet um, for a 10% fee um, I've actually tried this out and done this process. I changed the size of my chain. It was super duper easy. So not only do they sell you this jewelry that's certified 24 karat, but you can literally log into your account, see the price, and if you wanna trade this back in for the market price of gold, minus their 10% fee, you can just click a button and send it right back to them and they'll give you the money in your account. So. I'm literally wearing the jewelry I'm invested in. I think this is such a fascinating concept. It gave me so much peace of mind when actually purchasing the product because I was like, wait, like I don't need to, you know, I, you know, how much gold is in this? Is it certified? Like what happens if, you know, I try and sell it somewhere? Like Monet is like basically guaranteeing the value of their own products and saying, we'll always buy your jewelry back from you at the value, of the, at the price of gold minus our 10% fee. Amazing, amazing. And I have to say the customer service that Monet has um, that I use during shipping, um, and just during the order process has been incredible, extremely fast response times, really, really fast shipping um, for their products. And you might all be wondering like, Gally, why are you so hyped about this? Like, are you, you know, uh, are they paying you? Are you promoting? No, I'm, I've not paid at all. This is not a sponsored video. I'm just doing it because I'm so hyped um, about this company and product. Um, and I do have a code where you can get $50 off a $200 order uh, or more of Monet. Basically, you, you might even be able to get it for like the raw cost of gold shipped to your house. Literally, you're paying for like the price of gold, but they're gonna turn it into jewelry for free with this discount. I, I get like 10 bucks um, if you make one of those orders. So I will put that code link in the description um, if y'all wanna order Monet. But this is not a sponsored video at all. I just am obsessed with this vision. And, and what I really clicked for me is I ordered my chain, um, I loved it, I've been testing it, I learned about the vision and mission of the company, was a big fan, um, and saw huge, huge potential for them to really disrupt all of the jewelry business. You know, I think direct-to-consumer brands built on the internet is sort of this, you know, arbitrage that happens in the 21st century where all of these brands that were built 50 years ago in the 1900s had to build all of these stores and distribution and middlemen and the internet just changed and disrupted all of that. Uh, you know, an internet first jewelry brand is a massive opportunity alone. Then you layer in this investment side of Monet and I think it brings huge new people and interest into Monet and what they're doing. I mean, none of them, I, I've already convinced like three or four of my friends to buy Monet just because I've been talking about it so much and 
hyping them up, and they're making huge purchases. They would have never bought jewelry, but that's why I think Monet is so fascinating and why I wanted to make this video because they are hyper-changing not only jewelry, but also precious metal investing and hybridizing them, and I think almost making both of those industries bigger at the same time, and you know, I have the peace of mind to purchase because I can trade it back into Monet at any time. I think, uh, you know, it's I wanted jewelry to look fresh, but I also kind of wanted to think of it as an investment that I could keep as well. Like, they're checking all of the boxes, and I think have hit the massive sweet spot on product market fit, and now it's all about ramping this up and growing. So, that's Manet's products. Investable jewelry, 24 karat gold and platinum. I love it, it makes me feel amazing. And so then, I was doing more and more homework into the company, and I found out they were actually publicly traded. This startup actually has a stock. Manet is a Canadian company based in Toronto. They trade on the Canadian exchange with the ticker M-E-N-E. -E. They also trade in the uh, US on the OTC markets with the ticker M-E-N-E-F. I'm actually a shareholder of Manet because I think the company's awesome. Um, but I, and you can read their financials and their business model and actually become an investor in this as well. And so when I clicked on that, I was like, wow, I am sold. I love small companies. I love startups changing the game. I need my own chain. So I'm buying them. I'm, I love Manet as a, as a product you know, customer and as an investor and shareholder and owner of the business as well. So let's dive in to their investor presentation because I want to show you how they think about and pitch their business. So this is their July investor presentation that just came out. The concept here, the biggest takeaway is Manet restores the link between savings and jewelry. The reason why precious metals and jewelry took off in the first place was because they were savings, they were a store of value, they were a hedge against inflation that has been lost and Manet is restoring that link. I think that has huge potential. The jewelry market today is a $250 billion industry globally, and like everything else, it's rapidly moving online. They expect uh, internet jewelry sales to hit $30 billion in 2021. That could be going even faster. Think about coronavirus. Nobody's going in the store to buy jewelry anymore. You know, these direct-to-consumer online brands are honestly getting a huge win um, from this new sort of new normal structural shift. So here, Manet gives us some of its competitors, and it's interesting how they, they sort of separate the East and the West sort of with this new uh, this theory that the East has had jewelry that is primarily 22 to 24 uh, karat gold. They've kept this tradition of extremely high quality, um, extremely pure jewelry that's not diluted. And you can see that there's uh, you know a bunch of companies uh, built on this, billions and billions of dollars of market capitalization, you know thousands of different stores. And we can also go to the West and see that the West has actually been diluting um, a kind of significant amount of their jewelry Manet even calls it a systematic dilution. You know, Tiffany used to have that 22 to 24 karat gold, um, but has since diluted it slowly in, uh, over time. And even these Western companies with this different, more dilution strategy are also hitting tens of billions of market cap with thousands of stores. So the jewelry market here seems to be nascent, hasn't changed in a while, hasn't adapted to the internet, but tens of billions of dollars of uh, market cap, actually hundreds of billions of market cap. And so what is Manet's business model? Totally unique, totally changing the game, undercutting everybody, no legacy costs. They only sell 24 karat certified uh, gold and platinum jewelry. Um, they're the only jewelry company in the world that prices jewelry by gram weight while transparently disclosing profit margins. This is a totally new mindset and game changer for the jewelry industry. Manet keeps its profit margins at roughly 20%. And it's actually pretty interesting. They started the business at a good time since 2018, their launch. Um, as of July 15th, their earliest clients on average have actually generated a 23, 24% return on their investment in jewelry. So their customers who are buying their products are pretty much all making money. One of my favorite pieces about Monet 
81% insider ownership. Uh, Roy, who I mentioned, who I've discussed, the founder and CEO of the company, huge, uh, he owns a huge piece of it. Also, Diane Picasso, related to the Picasso, um, is actually also one of the founders of Monet, has a huge insider ownership as part of the artistic and sort of creative side of the company. They have pretty, pretty successful. 60 plus countries they've sold to, 54,000 units sold, 28 million plus in revenue. And they launched this, like I said, just two years ago. And I love this. Before Monet, the average value of jewelry sold by Western brands lost around 80 to 90% of its value at the time of purchase. That sucks. That is the status quo Monet is totally disrupting. I think it's whack that the jewelry market has gotten this far into the side of like not telling you how much gold is it, not being transparent with our profit margins, not giving you that jewelry store value hedge that you actually wanted. Like, I think that that's totally BS. And Monet's value, I'm up 30% on my chain. You know, you're buying a Tiffany chain, that's losing 80%. My Monet's up 30%. I mean, it's as a consumer, um, it's like once I buy Monet, why would I ever go back? Would I ever consider buying Cartier or Tiffany's or any other jewelry brand who's not transparently disclosing and not certifying that it's 24 karat? I would never go back. So that sort of mindset shift is like, wow, like Monet is literally le leading the new purchase psychology that is going to change a multi hundred of billions of dollar uh, market. You can log in and see your collection. It's like literally like a portfolio you're building up of different gold assets that you bought on Monet that you can sell, that you can trade um, and log in and see the price just like your stock market or, or Robinhood app, honestly. So Monet, kind of like Tesla, vertically integrated uh, in Toronto. That's where their HQ is, tech, customer support, New Jersey and Rhode Island, they do manufacturing and fulfillment. That's where they're actually spinning up, producing um, all this amazing jewelry, and then Paris for their design, marketing, sort of bougie, high-end, fancy side. They do have a relationship with Gold Money, which is the company that Roy founded, which is one of the largest custodians of precious metals in the world with two billion in physical gold, silver, and palladium. Gold Money owns about 36% of Monet. Um, this is a big reason of why Monet is able to get access to all the gold they need to turn into the jewelry. Um, and so this is sort of a big reason of how Monet got their start is they were spun out out of this division and sort of born out of this, you know, investor mindset that really came from investors wanting to buy precious metals. That's who's creating this jewelry company. And as you can see, that results in the product of a $500 ring from Monet, 400 of gold in it, the $500 ring from Tiffany or someone else, only $100 worth of gold. Like once you know this, you just can't unknow it, and I feel like you can't go back. And so I think Monet, they say they have a huge future for growth. They want to elevate with an omni-channel shopping experience. So like I said, Monet.com is their leading flagship store website, but they actually did a pop-up store with Instagram and actually got chosen out of, out of like all the brands on Instagram last year to be one of the 10 brands to be featured in London in the store. Um, according to me talking to Monet, it sounds like they sold out. It was like a week-long pop-up. They sold out in like a matter of days before even the week-long pop-up. Huge success. Going forward, Monet will have stores, but not like Tiffany's or these other jewelry stores. They'll be way more selected, um, high-end, amazing sort of places where you can try on and experience the jewelry and see it in person, see how amazing and shiny it is. Um, but they will do sort of this, this targeted, super high-end niche, like kind of like Navy SEAL um, in-person retail strategy. Eventually, I thought that was interesting. Ownership structure. So they have class A and class B stock. And so um, this is how they've structured it so that Gold Money Insiders and Roy basically own and control the whole company. Um, so, you know, this is good or bad. So they also have the class A shares, which have 20 to 1 voting power. So if you're buying the shares, you're buying into the class B, you don't really get voting power. I mean, a lot of new companies are doing this Snapchat, you get no voting control. I'm personally not the biggest fan of this. I think that every share should have one vote. That's how I run my company, HyperChange, but nobody else believes that. So Monet has about, by my calculations, if you add up the 
class A and class B, you'll get about 245 million shares outstanding. That is what I'm using to value the company at the outstanding share count. But um, so that is what it is. But and I think it's kind of a flip, you know, a two sided coin. On one hand, it sucks that we don't have voting control um, or that you don't have many voting rights. But on the other hand, like I think there's a really big reason why Roy and Diane Picasso and Gold Money are keeping a huge chunk of Monet because they see this is just getting started as a huge potential to disrupt the entire jewelry, jewelry industry. They think this is going to go to billions. They want to take this all the way and they don't want to sell it and give it up right now. That's why they're retaining ownership because they see long, huge uh, potential in this business. And so I think there's two sides to it um, and I'm kind of okay with it. And I think the management team, since I've been following, the other reason that I was testing the product and, and waiting to see you know, how many did before making this video is because I wanted to see how the company did. Were they going to grow? Were they going to execute? Were they going to hit all their promises? Were they going to deliver on that Instagram pop-up partnership? And the answer was yes, 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 yes. And that gave me um, more confident in the management team to actually create a position and invest in the stock. Now we're going to the financials. These are slides that I made. Now this is their official revenue um, that Monet has reported. Now it's important to keep in mind, they do show non-IRFRS uh, revenue and gross profit. Like they separate out, separate out this different measure of uh, revenue profitability um, that doesn't take into account returns and exchanges it looks like. I just wanted to use the one that was official that does seem to take into account returns and exchanges. It's also lower. So that's sort of my inherent bias of always trying to be conservative with the company I'm analyzing. But anyway, let's get into the financials of how this business is actually doing. So Monet launched in Q1 2018 with a million in revenue, made a big splash. Since then has kind of exploded in growth organically. Um, 5.2 million in Q1 2020. I also think gold has been on a tear recently here in 2020. This is another big reason I'm making this video now is because everybody's talking about how to invest in gold. I want to invest in gold. You know, I that's a big reason why I started getting into jewelry and Monet and chains is like I also wanted to own a little bit of physical gold. You know, I'm a big Bitcoin guy. Uh, got some of those, but I don't own any physical gold. And I think a lot of people are like, oh, you could buy the GLD ETF. You know, all my smart finance roommates are like, dude, look at this ETF I researched actually has gold in the vault for what I'm buying it. It's like, okay, dude, so you're buying gold as an inflation hedge apocalypse insurance. When the entire world crumbles, you're going to get on the phone with BlackRock, call them up, try and get on the phone with their London office and figure out which piece of a gold ingot that you technically have in some bank vault, you know, halfway around the world, you're going to pick that up somehow. I, it, I just think that's insane. This is going to be very easy to access if an apocalypse happens because it's literally around my neck. I could take it off my neck. I could crack it. I could have all these little rocks um, and I could trade them. And so anyway, the point is that's getting a little sidetracked. But, you know, if you were actually going to buy gold to be a hedge against the apocalypse, to actually be an inflation hedge, you know, to pass down for generations, I think you might want to hold on to at least some of it yourself. Um, and that makes me a lot more comfortable um, than owning like an ETF. Like if I'm going to invest in gold, I want to invest in physical gold and I want to hold on to it myself. I don't want to own some piece of paper that owns another piece of paper that owns another piece of paper that has rights to a bank vault with gold halfway around the world that I can't actually get my hands on. So anyway, that's my tangent. But here's Monet's revenue, rapidly growing revenue. Um, 5.2 million was up 80 something percent from Q1 2019. But I think a lot of this has to do with gold. You know, gold is soaring. Uh, the idea to invest in gold is soaring. Monet is becoming as much a jewelry brand as an investing in gold sort of company and product. And they're really riding that wave. This is their annual financials. They grew 70% in 2019. This is my sort of really rough estimate for 2020. I do think it's possible that their Q2 results could be weak. Q3 might be weak as well. I mean, they're pretty much sold out of a ton of stuff on their website right now, which is a huge bummer. This production was shut down, but it seems like they've got production back up and running um, in the last shareholder letter. They did say that they had capacity um, to, do, to hit sales of $40 million with no additional CapEx. So that's pretty exciting. I actually think they should be putting CapEx like crazy. Um, but anyway, I'm gonna get to my pitch for Monet at the end of this. But 
So Manet, I, this is just my rough estimate. Who knows what's gonna happen, total guesstimate, but I think they're gonna grow huge again in 2020. They already started out growing strong um, and you know, almost doubling again to 24 million in revenue. Gross profit-wise, here's what their gross profit does. Once again, I'm using the weaker number, their uh, IFRS normal number, um, gross profit annually from 1.4 to 2.7, almost doubling in their first full year. This year, I'm expecting potentially around 5 million in gross profit. Here are the numbers overall. Um, we're looking at Monet still losing money but cutting their losses. Although they have been producing positive cash for the last couple quarters, um, that's sort of a lot lumpier than you might want to insinuate. I've just been looking at revenue, gross profit, and operating income. It's lumpy, um, but at the same time, like there's a lot of other things going on with Monet's income statement. You know, they have a huge amount of gold, uh, like literally gold and platinum on their balance sheet and inventory, turning it in, in, into inventory. Some quarters they'll sell through more of the inventory than they buy, some quarters they won't, and so that'll make the cash flow a lot different than the earnings. So that's something important to keep in mind. But my take is Monet's at this point where they launch, they're doing a couple million in revenue, they sort of streamline operations, figure out their what's going on. Now they've hit this five million plus per quarter, 20 million a year run rate. They're starting to get a lot closer to profitability. The economics are clicking into place. They're not burning as much money. I think Monet is quickly on the inflection point to become a very profitable company um, if they continue. Although remember, their 20% profit margin is much slimmer than the jewelry industry traditionally. So long-term, I think their margins are gonna be smaller than the traditional jewelry player, but that's just the name of their game with their business model. I do think they will become uh, profitably for profitable for sure. And we've already seen them do that with some of their cash flow. But here's some other metrics to look at Monet from. Customer orders, and I think these tell a very interesting story. So not hitting records, but you know, that 4,157 orders in Q1, way above 951 orders in Q1 two years ago. So huge growth over two years. We look at units sold, a sort of similar trend, but what is going way up? Weight sold. So basically, uh, Monet is actually selling less jewelry or like not, like their growth in units isn't that big, but growth in weight is huge. So the average order price is going way up. And so I, what I, this is a signal to me of, as the price of gold is going up, the average order price of Monet is going up because Monet is turning from originally a jewelry brand when it started to now more of a precious metal investing brand, or that's really what's driving sales right now. And so, and the other thing is, this isn't really a fair fight because Monet's advertising budget got, they slashed their advertising budget by more than 50 or 60% year over year in Q1, but still almost doubled revenue. They took all their money off of marketing and still almost doubled revenue. I mean, that's a huge accomplishment. Um, and that shows just how strong the business is. So they're basically, I think the reason why they didn't sell as many orders or units is because they were basically sold out. Um, because they had so many people just trying to buy, you know, as much as they could with one order. And so and that's why my biggest pitch to Monet is they need to expand production. 40 million in revenue is great, but I'm investing in this to hit hundreds of million in revenue. I think they should start expanding like crazy. Everything on the website or a ton of things on the website are actually even sold out right now. Um, and they do drop new stuff all the time. But my thing is like, we need more chains. We need more, you know, everything really from Monet. Um, charms, bracelets, all that sort of stuff. The demand seems massive. Um, and that's another reason why I personally got bullish on the company and have uh, became a shareholder and invested because I think the price of gold is skyrocketed. I think Monet is a way to invest in gold. I think if gold keeps going, that Monet is gonna be a huge, huge beneficiary um, of that trend. I also think like they haven't partnered with enough celebrities or influencers. I mean, they need to start partnering with like doing custom collabs with like, I don't know, Young Thug, one of my favorite rappers. Like they're always wearing these huge chains. Why is Monet not making, like every single person who's wearing a chain that's not investable, it's a celebrity, Monet should be hitting up 
teaching them about the brand. There's actually Jack Dorsey um, follows Monet. Apparently he likes Monet, so there's already doing some sort of dabbling in the celebrity world. Um, but I think they're just one big celebrity or influencer away from talking about this brand from it to, for it to totally blow up. I think they should be doing collabs with people. They should triple down on like limited edition artistic things, potentially eventually even partner with StockX. So after they sell out of something, they can sort of IPO it on StockX. And then not only is it trading for the gold price, but there's also an embedded price of the art in that asset. And that's what my pitch uh, is for Monet. If I were to make a product with them, I sort of designed this thing called Apocalypse Insurance. So I'm gonna actually show you guys the sneak peek. This is the new Hyperchange logo. But imagine if you had a little statue of this new Lightning Bolt Hyperchange logo and it was had 24 karat gold in it. And then you also, this is the other huge pitch I get, want Monet to get into, is physical Bitcoins. There's these way you can buy a coin like this that actually has a bit, it has like a gold foil here. You scrape off the foil and then you get access to a Bitcoin wallet with a certain amount of Bitcoin in it. And so I have this idea for a product called Apocalypse Insurance. This amazing, beautiful little lightning bolt statue made out of 24 karat gold, maybe 10 or $15,000 worth of gold. And then you also have one Bitcoin embedded in the bottom on gold foil. So in this one beautiful statue that's artistic, that's limited edition, that's the new Hyperchange logo, you're buying 10 grand worth of gold and 10 grand worth of Bitcoin. Let's say you buy it for 25 grand. It's always on your desk. The apocalypse hits. You can melt down the gold. You can access the Bitcoin. You're going to be chilling. And in the meantime, you're looking at this beautiful art form that's limited edition. Like, I think that's the kind of product that I personally love and was scheming on for myself and Hyperchange. But I think there's so many ideas like that that they can get, get into. And I think the idea of storing you know, holding on to your investments instead of some, it being something I log into a computer and see on the screen, which Monet has as well, but being able to hold on to my investments is, I don't know, something that makes me feel a lot better and something that I see the pendulum swinging towards. But frankly, crypto, I think is a huge opportunity for Monet. Like they should get into it, you know, Bitcoin, literally allow you to buy physical Bitcoins, um, expand into things like that, expand into art. I also think their Instagram, they have that partnership with the IG team, but their likes per post for the amount of followers they have are super low. Engagement on Instagram sucks. I think they should revamp their Instagram, hire a new social team, um, but they don't even really need to do that right now because they don't even need to have more sales. Oh, and that brings me to my favorite stat about Monet that I forgot to mention, which is the recurring customer uh, percentage. 70% in the last quarter were returning customers. I mean, to me, this is the proof that, that you know they're not doing the marketing, they're selling less units, that's not a bad thing. It's because their current customers just buy out all of their inventory. There's no point in Monet doing marketing because they don't even have any more stuff to sell. That is the best problem to have. If your biggest problem as a company is you are running out of things to sell because too many, many, many people want your product, I am interested. So anyway, this wraps up my video. I have a code um, that's HyperChange Monet discount code. Shout out to Monet for making a landing page with it. Um, you will get $50 off your order of $200 or more. I get 10 bucks. It's a win-win. You can start your physical gold investment portfolio. Um, so I and so I don't know. I would definitely recommend check it out. Even if you don't want to make an order, definitely play around with the website because I think if you like HyperChange, you're going to have a blast with this. Huge shout out to Monet for talking to me, um, you know, helping me learn about the story and also for just building an awesome some company and chain um, that I love because I, I'm so excited to see where this goes. You know, they're only two years old, already to 20 million plus run rate. I think Monet has hundreds of millions of revenue potential, if not more. And this making jewelry investable, logging in to see the value of your jewelry, having it be 24 karat, having it be pure and certified is 100% the future. It's 99.9% .9 of jewelry that's in the West is not being sold like that right now, but it will all be in the future, return to how it was. And I think 
Monet is going to lead that charge. Somebody's going to build a huge business here. Sure, somebody could copy them, undercut them, try and replicate this, but I think Monet already has a first mover advantage. They're already killing it with their brand. Um, huge, huge potential. Big fan of the management team. Um, so I, you know, and frankly, like my friends, I told them about it, and like five of my friends are instantly buying the product. They love it. They're spending a hundred, hundreds of dollars on this thing. It makes them happy. They say they're never taking it off. Like these are the kind of reviews that make me think Monet is really onto something. Um, so, you know, I'm an investor in the company. I think it has huge, huge potential um, and will continue to grow uh, rapidly for years and years to come, especially if the trend of investing in uh, uh, precious metals like gold um, continues. And the last question to ask is invest in the future you believe in. The channel I make with HyperChange is, you know, what companies that are changing the world for the better. And I will say, you know, I don't think Monet is going to change the world for the better as much as Tesla is, my biggest investment, uh, or SpaceX, or something like that. But, you know, Monet in their own little way, I think, is changing the world. They are making jewelry investable. They are opening people's minds to the fact that this, you know, it shouldn't just look shiny. Like, this is actually, let's get back to our roots. There was a reason why we passed this down. You know, what is value? What is money? You know, how do we store this? How do we pass down family heirlooms? Uh, you know, how do we invest in things? It teaches you all about investing in returns um, and profit margins. And so I think, you know, it's not really going to change the world for the better, but it's going to change the jewelry world for the better. And it's going to hyper change it and make it disruptive, make customers happier, make them get a fair shake because they've been getting screwed by Cartier and Tiffany's for decades. So I do think that is a good change in the world, um, but they're not going to solve climate change like Tesla. So that is what it is. But anyway, this is hyper change. Definitely go check out Monet if you haven't already. Um, I'll see y'all next time. Peace.